Titanium, baby. That's what we're going to help you become unbreakable. You're tuned in to David Isola Live. For the past 22 years on the air, we have helped you become unbreakable. Come back from what seems like defeat to rise above your challenges. And that's what we do right now. And every Saturday from 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, thank you so much for taking some time and sharing it with us as you listen to us either on XM Satellite Radio 168 or worldwide streaming via the web at talkdavid.com, 1-800-548-8255. For the three hours every Saturday, we broadcast live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Very proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network, Pure positive talk. That's all you'll hear from us. That's all you're going to get from us for the next 22 years as well. 1-800-548-8255. We are rocking. Coming up in a minute, supermodel Aaron Morgart is with us. This chick, she has an IQ of nine trillion. She, she's gorgeous. Degrees from Harvard. Degree from my former graduate school, United States Sports Academy. Let's go ahead and give them a shout out. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Miss United Nations 2013. Oh my, Miss Galaxy Virginia. I, the list goes on and on and on. We're going to find out what makes this chick tick. Yes. And how can you benefit from her experiences, her knowledge, her, her wisdom, her education. We're going to be talking to Aaron in just a moment here. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Text us during the show. 941-266-7676. 941-266-7676. And go ahead and email us at talkdavid.com. Well, I gave you this introduction. This woman is doing more. I, I mean, I think she also speaks like four languages. Erin Morgart. Erin, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. I was so excited to come on. Thank you. Oh, I know. I know. So you, you and I both went to the United States Sports Academy. Isn't that wild? It, it is wild, and I'm still attending and, in fact, um, working on a PhD now. So it's it's taking me a while because of all the other things I've been involved with, and um, it's it's just um, one of those things that um, I'm I'm pe- I'm sort of pacing myself. I would rather get it um, completed as quickly as possible, but um, but it's taking a little bit more time for me. But I, I am really thrilled with their, their program. So yeah, that yeah, is that is yeah. something. That is cool. Now, who inspired you growing up, Aaron? When when you, when you look at where your life is now and where you're going. Were there people that you looked up to in your teens that you said, wow, I, I want to use them as a role model, these people as a role model? Like, who is it that you looked up to? Um, growing up, I looked at sports figures. I was an athlete um, since the age of two, and I looked up to my father. He seemed to be very um, type A, and so, so I looked up to him. I looked up to many Olympic athletes, just seeing how they overcome or overcame, you know, different different obstacles. I look at business people, I look at um, people like Bill Gates, people who really put in the time, effort, hours, and so forth um, to, to do what they do. And I had, that, I had a lot of different role models, but um, mainly it was just really just a strong will you, you mm. know, within myself from, from the beginning. What, what, what would you call um, uh, one of your greatest accomplishments to date? If you were looking at the different things that you've accomplished from your modeling to the fitness work to your um, you know, degrees from Harvard, the Citadel, et cetera, what would, what would you call a couple of your greatest accomplishments? Wow. Um, I'd have to say, aside from having my children, which was certainly a blessing and homeschooling them, and, and, and now they're, they're doing incredibly well with, with their 
with their um, college uh, courses and so forth. You know, I'm very proud of that because homeschooling wasn't my first intent. And as the years went by, I, I thought, well, I, I'm not the kind of person who can do this, but but I am. And it's after every military move and so forth, I just continued to, to do that. And um, I, I am very proud of that. I mean, that you're taking two individuals, shaping their lives from the beginning to, you know, the end of high school. And it's just... Um, I'm very proud of that. The other thing I'd have to say is, along with working with the military, um, I, I think that um, the, the, the pageants themselves, those are great accomplishments for me. But um, I don't know. Yeah. I have a lot of different interests. So I have a lot of uh, um, favorite things that, that I've done, and I think I think the best is truly, you know, yet to come. That sounds trite, but I really feel that way. So Yeah. What, what What's your involvement with the military? Well, I've been a military trainer with them, an employee of the Department of Defense since, goodness gracious, I started back in 1997 when we lived in Italy. I started training and, and teaching classes to active duty military and Italians back then, hmm. believe it or not. So that propelled yeah. the, um, the need to speak Italian, um, which was interesting. <laughs> but uh, I started back then and um, taught to uh, many of the active duty then and have been continuing on until, until present day. And um, mostly, recently, mostly it's been just active duty military, either, you know, subs or, or uh, aircraft carriers, personnel from a, from a Navy SEAL team to CVs to um, the Admiral I trained his group, um, his staff when, when we were in Hawaii, I mean, routinely every, every, uh, every other day. So that, that was a huge accomplishment. I was extremely busy. I was able to do commercial for the Navy, which I think they're still showing, which is a little outdated. But you know, they're they're a little outdated at times too. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> now, now wait, Aaron. Aaron, when you say that you're a trainer for like the Navy SEALs, what does that mean? What do you physically train them on? Well, um, physical training. So basically, how it works with with the military is this: uh, you actually have to pass a Navy fitness course. You have to pass even before you're hired. You have to go through security clearance. You have to. Um, actually do what they're supposed to do to stay in the military, what they call a physical readiness test or a PRT. So there's a whole gamut of tests and, and things that you have to do just to just to be in the military. And the people, the active duty of, of the Navy and, and even some of the other branches, Air Force, they have different uh, stipulations, but generally generally they're about the same. Um, in hand with all of that, um, and also, um, of course, uh, time added with nutrition, uh, you then, after that, passing all those tests, and you get hired to actually train the military. So what that means is you conduct basically a huge group PT session for whoever. Like it could be, I had a command that had 250 people in it. I had a command wow. on routinely that had 95 people, 110 people, every morning from 6 to 7 in the morning. Um, I've had um, subs that... Uh, uh, commands from subs, um, the CVs, I would train them every Friday. And what I mean is I would lead it, I would do it, they would have to do what I would tell them to do. We would either right. go for a run or, or what have you. So. Yeah. Now, who uh, of, of, of your work in the military, which of the special forces units do you think goes through the most rigorous training? Is it the Navy SEALs or is it a different part of the forces that you think has the most intense training programs? Well, okay, I have to be honest here. I mean, even though the, the, the Navy SEALs, they have an extremely strenuous program, both both mentally and physically, 
definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to say, because I also worked with some of the uh, branches of the Marine Corps and the Air Force, I have to say that without a doubt, the Marine Corps has the most stringent um, qualifications. And they're, they're really that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, what's what's the special forces arm of the Marine Corps? Like I, the Green Beret are, is the Army, right? Green Beret is the Army. Yes. Um, for for the uh, the Marine Corps, I mean the Marine Corps in in and of itself, um, they have, I believe, uh, I, I don't know the, the special term because I'm I come from the military or the Navy side of it. So okay, um, and gotcha. I, know, gotcha. I know the Marine Corps is is uh, tied in with them, especially when they go out to sea. But overall, yeah. I mean, if you compare a, a handful of Navy people to a handful of Marine Corps people. The Marine Corps people are all about working out. Right, 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 right. Hey, what's what's your biggest physical? Oh, you know, we got to go to a quick break. Oh, you're going to have to stay right there, Aaron. We're going to go to a quick break. We're going to come back. And I'm going to ask Aaron Morgard to think about what's her greatest physical achievement. Like, has she ever done 200 push-ups in a row or 150 pull-ups or something like that? Aaron, let us think think about that. When you come back, I want to know about your training routine. We're talking to supermodel Aaron Morgart, Mensa, Harvard-trained. The list goes on and on and on. Here to inspire the world through the work she's doing. You're tuned into David Essel Alive, America's positive radio talk show. TalkDavid.com is our site. Stay right there. Florence from Florence and the Machine, and she tagged up with someone else to do this song. But Florence's voice is is, is oh, is that what? What was that again? Who's the who's the group? Sweetest Sweetest House Mafia, love it. One eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. David Essel in the box with you. Uh, my guest, my special guest, supermodel Aaron Morgott. She is the uh, reigning Miss United Nations 213, Miss uh, Mrs. Galaxy Virginia 2012, member of Mensa, Harvard trained. The list goes on and on. Aaron, your greatest physical uh, accomplishment, because you've done these pageants and the trainings. Is, is there something you're most proud of that you've done with your body? Oh, yes. I've been thinking about this ever since you asked that question. And actually, um, I'm also a CrossFit trainer, and I take great pride in that. I got certified with them um, when we lived in Hawaii, and I was one of five females, and the rest were all men, like about 85 people in our group. So basically, um, part of the training was learning how to do a proper squat, and I actually won the squat contest. Yes, amongst all the men and women. <laughs> did I, you really? Like, I, I totally did, and, and, and we literally... We did, we practiced squats with with just basic weight, but I mean there were men in there from the fire department, I mean the, the Marine Corps, you name it. And um, okay, I, I won it, but after that I couldn't walk downstairs for like five days. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so when you won it, Aaron, how much weight and how many repetitions do you remember? I don't even remember. 
I couldn't even tell no. you. The way, what, what we probably we practiced more so was proper form. So with, yeah. um, instead of you know using like like a body bar, we would use just like um, regular PVC pipe and practice the form over and over and over and over again, and go below parallel and all that stuff. And we did it. I mean, for hours and hours and hours. And, I'm, I, and we'd have to do something called Tabata squats, which is um, however many you can do within a certain time frame. So right. I, I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> I just know that. <laughs> but uh, but you I do. You you do remember not being able to walk, so <laughs> what, I can, I what can, is it? I could walk, but I just couldn't walk downstairs, which is even more okay. funny. So how I, right. could, I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what what is it? If we, We've got a couple minutes left, and I want to get some of your tips out there. Helping people to lose weight. If, they, if someone is listening right now and they really need to lose weight, which is about 70% of the United States of America, um, yeah. And you were going to give the most one tip, Aaron, of everything you knew. You only could share one tip. What would it be? My advice would be to listen to David Essel on any of his tips, especially mind-body connection. I would say that was... You are too great. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a mind-body connection, as you know. So, so yes. there is totally the psychological aspect to it. I mean, I would say 95% of it is that being there, being ready, and being willing to do it. As you mentioned, uh, you know, many people have these New Year's resolutions. Why do we not do it? It's because we don't want to. We just don't want to. So there's a mental component. The other tip that I would have to strongly suggest is um, I wouldn't wouldn't even go out there and say hire a trainer. That's not what it's about. What it is about is getting your mind in the right place and having – proper nutrition and and simply go to a glycemic diet go go into a low glycemic diet um website and and follow those rules if i had to tell anyone that that's what it would be honestly wow and Aaron, I, I want to tell you something. This is so amazing. Two weeks ago, I was answering an email on the air, and someone wrote in and said, um, "If if you were going to give someone advice, and it was to lose weight, and they had to make a choice, either radically change their diet or begin to exercise, but they couldn't do both, what would you say?" And I have been taught this from so many of my friends that have done competitions, bodybuilding, sculpting competitions that you have, you personally have been involved with, and every one of them for the last twenty plus years Aaron has said it's the diet it is the diet it's the diet it's it's 85 studies have shown 85 percent of it is the diet absolutely without question without question and and the rest of it will fall into place I mean you could be a runner you could be a swimmer but if you don't have the proper nutrition and be very adamant about it um it's it's not going to work it's just not Mm. so um I'm with you there absolutely yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, before I got into the whole mind, body, spirit part of it, my, all my work w- w- in the eighties was 100% body. I was 100% into the body. And, um, and back then, if someone would have said to me that, you know, you're really teaching, uh, half truths, you're teaching a part of the equation because we used to, not just myself, but everyone back in those ages, we were trained to believe it was all about the physical exercise. I would have said this was heresy, what you and I are talking about right now. But as we advance through knowledge and studies, uh, some of these things come to light and we have to accept the, the truth instead of just what we've been taught years ago. Um, 
how do you keep going yourself? Because you're doing thousands of different things. Is it is it a genetic gift? Is it um, your own will to succeed? And this is my first question. How do you do it, Aaron? And then how would you recommend my listeners who are stuck on the fence and not accomplishing what they want to accomplish? What do you think they should do? But first with you. To me, okay, I've always been a type A person. I know I come across that way. I've always been competitive. I've always wanted to beat the competition. It's always been something very intrinsic in me. My father was a professional baseball player. Um, He played for a few seasons with the Cardinals on a farm team. I grew up in sports. We had a baseball mound in our backyard, for heaven's sakes. And so I grew (laughs) up around mostly boys, and it was really um, kill or be killed. And so I just, I literally had that instinct, you know, growing up in the formative years, if you will. And, and that's just carried over through through all the years because um, it's just a natural will. It's, it's seeing how far I can go with the body that I have and my mind and see how how much I can do. And that's mm. literally, I mean, it's a very, um, it's a very disciplined endeavor. But for me, it's, it's, you have one life. You have one life, yeah. and I do not want to regret anything about living it. So for me, it's just pure will, honestly. It's that. Now, in 60 seconds, we have 60 seconds left in our interview here. What would you tell someone that wanted to achieve more, but they're not? 60 seconds, go. I would say you would have to consult with a physician before you do anything. There is nothing that you can't do. You have to be able to know that you are worth it. You have to be able to know that you can do it and focus on the positive, use prayer, use a support system, use accountability, but know that you can do it. It is within you to do it. I can do it, and certainly that means anyone else can do it. I love it, Aaron. For more information on Aaron Morgart, go to Aaron J. Morgart, M-O-R-G-A-R-T dot com. Aaron J. Morgart, M-O-R-G-A-R-T dot com. Look at all that she's accomplished. I love what, Aaron, you just said a second ago, and this is such a universal truth that People want to push away that, you know, she's got something I don't have. He's got something I don't have. You can create through practice, through what Aaron said, accountability. You can create that will. If it isn't on the surface yet, it's underneath. It's hidden. It needs to be dusted off and used. Aaron, I am blown away by everything you've done. I know you're going to even do more. I'll look forward to following your career in the future. And maybe we'll get you back on and talk about what you've got going on down the road. How does that sound? I'd love that, and I'm actually moving to California in a couple of months, and uh, things are even going to be accelerating even more so then. So, um, yes, I would love that. It's been such a pleasure to be on your show, and I've been following you. You are such an inspiration to others. I think you're fantastic. Um, if everyone could have a life coach and, and someone like you, it, it would be wonderful, and I, and I really mean that. So I think you've been such an inspiration to others, too, and, and it's it's a blessing to have people like you um, around. So thank you so much yeah. for having me on your show. And oh. uh, and I'm following you on Twitter. I, I've been tweeting you and, and Facebooking you. So I've been, we, we're out there. So I just wanted to let you know <laughs> that people can... <laughs> That's right. Show, so. That's right. I love it, Aaron. Okay, babe, you have a great night. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. TalkDavid.com is the site. I'm David Essel. So much more to come. Stay there.
rocking with you across the USA, baby. David Essel in the box with you. Just loving what's going on in the show. We've got so many cool things coming on. Um, Hey, in a couple minutes, Lisa France, the film producer for Gabe Cordell, who is going to be rolling 3,300 miles across the United States of America in his wheelchair. 3,300 miles. That's going to start in a couple weeks, and we have the film producer, Lisa France, coming on the show in a couple minutes to talk exactly about this outrageously cool awareness-building event. And and I'm going to let her talk more about the whole purpose of the thing, but can you imagine? Okay, let me tell you something, gang. So many times, you and I Say, you know, if I had more time, if I had more money, if I had, if I didn't weigh this much, if I had a relationship, if I had a better relationship, if I didn't have, and we go through all of these reasons why we can't live the life we want, right? Well, there's this guy, we had him on the show last week, Gabe Cordell, just for a few minutes we had him on the show last week, and uh, and we have the film producer, the documentary film producer that's going to be filming his wheelchair across the United States of America, his wheelchair ride, and we're going to find out from her, like, how does this guy do it, right? How does he... In a wheelchair since 1992, how does he get the motivation? How does he get the excitement in order to do that? 1-800-548-8255. And what is the purpose? Hey, Lisa France, welcome to David Essel Alive. Hi, how are you, David? Good, Lisa. How did you get involved in this? <laughs> uh, I um, I got an email from... Uh, I'm, I'm actually the director and the producer, um, and I got a email from a group of directors and it just said guy rolling across country in wheelchair needs crew and uh, <laughs> i was like wow <laughs> i gotta i gotta meet this guy so I, I went and met him and he you know he rolled up actually he was a little bit late and he said oh i'm so sorry i'm late i couldn't find a parking place and i i was like um there's a handicap spot right there he said right. oh that's, i i don't I never park in those. That's for people that are, like, old and who need them. I'm not handicapped. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, I, and so I was <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I'm in, I'm in deep trouble here because that's, that's, that's my kind of guy. That's, that's my kind of guy. It actually it, it gave me uh, – it just inspired me, just the way he said it was so casual. And, no, 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 I don't park there. Those are for people who really need them, not me. And right. It was, uh, that was my first problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, as a women, a, a woman director, you know, people often say to me, you know, oh, it must be hard because you're a woman. And I'm like, you know, everything's a little hard sometimes just because you're a person. And, you know, Gabe and I shared that and we talked about some of the things that we've been through as a result of whatever perceptions people have of us, whether it's because of our gender or our race or our weight or our abilities. And, you know, we both just are cut from the same cloth. And hmm. I just told him, no, I'm not going to work on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, no, I, I know it's a huge commitment because he had no money. And yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't work for free on a project. I can't afford it. And I said, so what I'll do is I'll make a video for you and you can start a campaign and good luck to you, you know, but I can't give up. I can't. I'm sorry. And he's, no, I understand. It's a huge commitment. I know. And then 
uh, and then I made the video, and uh, now I'm doing it. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, I'm, we, we've got Gabe on on the on the air with Hi, us Gabe. too. <laughs> Gabe Cordell is on the air with us. Gabe, welcome back. It was nice talking to you last week, and and I'm so glad we got you back, my man. Thank you so much, Dave. I'm so happy to be with you. I'm in the middle of the desert, right by Palms 29, and this was the literally the only spot in the whole desert that will accept the phone call. It's crazy. <laughs> now, now, are you training today, or are you already on your trip, Gabe? No, not on my trip yet. Well, actually, I'm training my mind right now, as opposed to my body, trying to figure out the best and most efficient route. And, uh, and I think we did find something um, that, that's going to really help us uh, along the way. As a, you know, um, there's two really, really, really huge mountainsides that we were looking to see if we can get around. And um, I don't know, maybe we might have found that today. We might okay. have found that today. So but we leave next Monday. Next Monday. Wow. Okay, yeah, so oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh uh, actually, uh, a week from a week from this coming from Monday. Yeah. Right. So right. A- April. April first. April first. Oh, that's a per- April Fool's Day. April first. That's a perfect day. <laughs> Ship of fools will the, the motorhome of fools will be rolling away. <laughs> right. 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 Now, now let me let me recount a, 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 a short version, Gabe, and fill in the blanks if I if I miss anything. Nineteen ninety two, you're t boned in a car in New York City. You become paralyzed from nineteen ninety two until nine months ago. You dealt with, quote-unquote, the paralyzation through a series of variety of different extremely intense addictions, and then nine months ago, it all changed. Tell me how I'm doing so far. Yes. It's, I would love to say it started in 1992 after my accident and my addictions. My addictions probably started when I was like 13 years old. Okay. Um, on and off, on and off, yeah. I could probably say that this is the longest span since I've been, since I, since 13 years old, that I've been sober. Okay, now Gabe, let me ask you this. We've got three minutes. We're going to a break. We're going to come back with you and Lisa really quickly. Yes. What happened nine months ago that changed the game for you, that dropped the addiction? Was it a spiritual awakening? Was it a, a physiological awakening? What happened nine months ago? All right, David. It was, a, it was, I mean, literally, it was a compilation of a lot of things, but really, I was running out of time. In, in, uh, when I was 18 years old, uh, I made a promise to myself that by the time I become 45, I'm going to do something that's going to be impactful on people's lives. I wasn't sure what it was, and I didn't get into my accident yet, but I just knew that this was something that I was going to do and I had to do by the time I was 45. I was running out of time, and I was literally running out of hope um, in the sense of, you know, there was, I never saw a light at the end of the tunnel, and I wanted to live, and I wanted to fulfill that promise I made to myself because I knew that it can be impactful. And so mm. it was a combination, but literally I was just running out of time for the promise I made myself because I kept looking at my watch, and like say by four years ago, I would look at my watch and say, you know what, I still have six more years before I turn 45. That's plenty of time. I'm going to keep doing my drugs. I got five more years. That's plenty of time. I got four more years. Then when I got to two and a half years, I was like, you know what? I think I got to stop. And I just, I up and I quit. And 
Wow. So it was, wait, Gabe, Gabe, it was one day, one day that you just decided that was it, like cold turkey. David, cold turkey, one day, that's it, I'm done. I quit everything by myself, no detox, no rehabs, no withdrawals, nothing. I quit smoking, drugs, the sex, the gambling, the drinking, the pills, everything, just cold turkey, because that's it. You know, when I set my mind to something, or I promise myself, or promise anyone I'm going to do something, I stick to my promise. I stick to my word, and um, and that's that's what happened. That's just what happened. Now, was it easy? It. No, it wasn't easy. But I'm a very strong-minded person, and um, you know, when I you know when I got to my accident, I was in a hospital for four months. After I yeah. was released, six weeks later, I was back in New York City. Tried to pursue my career as an actor in a wheelchair, and then for five years I was the busiest actor model on the East Coast. I love it, Gabe. Stay right there. Hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, Gabe Cordell is who we're talking to. Lisa France, uh, the director of this documentary, they're starting a week from Monday, April first. Three thousand three hundred miles. Gabe is going to wheelchair across America. You can help him right now, which I plea that you do help him. Go to RollWithMe.org. You can make a donation to help with their project. RollWithMe.org. Check it out. This is worthwhile. It's something that you can do. Gabe's purpose is to help people change their lives, to do what he's doing for himself. We want to help him. RollWithMe.org. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. 22 years on the air. We are rocking with you today, bringing you information like this to help you change your life. I am David Essel. Stay right there. Oh, that's an appropriate song, Nathan. Roll if you want to. Roll around the world. And we have Gabe Cordell on us, who's going to do exactly that, rolling in his wheelchair 3,300 miles from California to New York to join his high school class reunion. And Gabe, your guest, oh, we just lost Gabe. We have Lisa. Lisa, um, we're guesstimating this is going to take 80, 90 days. Um, Gabe wants to make it in 75 days. So that's what we're going to shoot for. Um, because the high school reunion is on the 14th. I think that, I think we figured out it's about 42 miles a day. So <clears throat> he just did, he just did the Los Angeles marathon on Saturday. And after he was finished, he was like, Oh, I could do another 10 or 15 right now. Let's go. He felt so Oh, great. no kidding. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. great. And I told him to take it easy, but he wanted to go, you know, it's hard to take it easy when people are cheering. He's like, Lisa, people were cheering. I had to, he did it under four hours, which is amazing. Wow. People can't wow. run under four hours. I mean, that's really fast. And he, you know, yeah. his chair, he's in a regular chair. He's in a standard chair. He's not using a racing chair. He's using like standard issue chair that any paraplegic would get. Um, it's not right. special. Yeah. So, and that's huh. another thing huh. he wanted to do. Yeah. Hey, hey, Gabe, um, what, what's, what's the purpose? What's the purpose here? If you have a message for America, what is that message that you're trying to get out uh, in this 75-day wheel across America? The message is simple, Dave. If you put your mind to whatever it is that you want to do in life, 
you can accomplish it regardless of your physical limitations. If you work hard, you have the will, the desire. And for me, a team of people who believe in the same the same vision that I'm doing, you can accomplish whatever you want. David, I am no more special than the next person. I'm just willing to put in the work. I'm putting, willing to put in the, app, the efforts and the sacrifices to show people, to inspire people. David, I got an email, okay, and every time I talk about this, I get a little choked up because this is exactly why I'm doing this. I got an email from a gentleman. His name is Robert. Okay, I'm not sure what part of the country he's from. He was, um, I think he was in his mid-20s. He had spina bifida, and he was paralyzed from his waist down. And he said, he said, he wrote me and said to me, I saw your video that you did. And he goes, it brought me to tears. Because my whole life, because of my disability, people kept telling me, you can't do this or don't do this or don't bother, or don't try, and I never did, because all I ever got was discouragement. And he goes, once I saw that video, in my whole 25 years of existence, nothing gave me hope and empowerment as this little five-minute video and your story. Mm. And because of you, Gabriel, I am now going to follow the dreams I've always wanted to do, but I kept, I held myself back. Because mm. everyone said I couldn't. That's right. why I do it, Robert. Robert, that's why I do it, David. Because I want to inspire people to show them that they can do whatever they put their mind to. I love it, Gabe. I love it. And I want to mention this, too. One of your, your major sponsors, West Coast Chill, they make a sugar-free, caffeine-free energy drink. Um, we, we want to thank them, westcoastchill.com, for sponsoring, being one of the sponsors uh, for this Gabe Cordell role with me across America. Lisa, um, in, in 60 seconds, tell me and tell us as the audience, what inspires you most about Gabe? <laughs> in 60 seconds, um, his, who, who he is with people, um, whenever he meets any person, it doesn't matter who it is, he makes them feel like family instantly. Um, he made me feel like family instantly. He's so respectful, and he is inspiring. He's inspiring. As soon as you meet him, he just, he's glowing with passion and love. And, uh, you know, the... And, of course, he's crazy driven, too. He's a very, very hard worker, which is, you know. But yeah. he, he, he is a beautiful man. He's a beautiful, great guy. And, Gabe, what, when, when you go back for this, this reunion, do, do people in your high school, and, and what is the high school, number one? And, number two, do they know what you're doing? <laughs> Big talk to West Hempstead High School. That's, that's, <laughs> let me tell you something, David. You know, I always, always, always in my heart felt that there are so, so, so many more people in this world that want to do good and help than there are who look to just, to just put people down, okay? And right. I always knew, okay? I was, pretty, I was pretty popular in high school. I wasn't the most popular guy, but because I never alienated people, I fit in every single clique that was in high school, okay? Right. And... My town is going bonkers. I can't even tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you something. 
Okay, you want, we're gonna have they're gonna have a mini little mini parade by the time they see is coming down Hempstead Avenue. Okay, in my little town of about ten thousand people, uh, I guarantee you nine thousand of them will be there. They have right. been so unbelievably <laughs> supportive. I, it's overwhelming, David. It's overwhelming uh, and it's uh, humbling, and it brings me to tears almost on a daily basis. This is so beautiful. Well, I, I asked uh, Will Wilkerson, talk to Lisa France off the air to see if we can't do, Gabe, some type of updates on Saturdays. You know, you guys are going to be going for 75 days, and I'm really hoping, depending on where your vehicles are, if I, if we can't talk to Gabe because he's out there wheeling, maybe we'll talk to Lisa, but I would really like to keep abreast with you guys. Hey, Gabe, um, are, on your wheelchair, are these wheels that can go flat or get bent? And, you know, like the, like, uh, Will actually last week asked me this question. And, and how do you deal with those kind of things? Um, yes, yes, and yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they can, but, but the wheelchair that I have, the wheelchair, I got all new parts and uh, all new parts for them. And I got the, 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 the toughest, most durable rims. I got the greatest tires. Um, uh, the casters, the forks, everything is heavy, heavy duty. Can they bend? Absolutely, they can bend. Uh, but um, we have a lot of spare parts, so we're going to get flat tires. There's no uh, yeah. two ways about yeah. it. We're getting flat yeah. tires, and I got a spare wheelchair. You know, so if one breaks down, you know, I hop in the other one while the while the crew fixes it. But um, right. yeah, there's a there's a lot. There's a lot of um, a lot of parts that can go wrong. But I made sure to make sure I get the most durable parts. For my chair, and um, I have a wonderful person that I've been taking all my medical supplies and all my wheelchairs from, who supplied me with everything. Oh wow! Now we have a minute and a half left, Gabe. What about mountains? You're going to have to hit go up some mountains, aren't you? <laughs> you know, they told me it was flat, and I'm, tr- I'm finding out that they're, they're, that's a little uh, lie. You know, so, uh, but yeah, listen, the mountains. I mean, listen. Whatever, whatever I I uh, I don't make up, you know, in time wise, the times that I lose going up hills, I'll make yeah. up going coming down hills. But yeah, there's going to be there's going to be some some really 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 challenging uh, hills that 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 go for well, at least it seems like they go on for infinity. Uh, right. But you know that's just part of listen. You know, uh, I'm not sure. I think I heard Lisa talk about it. Um, I did the marathon last Sunday. Yes. And um, I got to tell you, I felt like a million bucks. It was my first marathon that I did. And uh, California's a pretty hilly place. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm, looking to ju- I'm looking to pace myself. It's all about pacing. Because by the time we get into middle America, by the time we get into Texas, Oklahoma, I'm going to be like just a, like a machine. You know, I'm not right. even going to be speaking anymore. And so, but the, but the, first week, I, the first week and a half, yeah, it's going to yeah. be tough. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It's going to be tough. But once my yeah. body gets acclimated to it, then you know what? It's just, let's go, baby. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, Gabe, we're running out of time. I want to get yeah. your website out to support Gabe Cordell and Lisa France in their documentary that they film, rolling 3,000-plus miles across the country. Please go to rollwithme.org, rollwithme.org. You can donate to help them with this massive undertaking and to create the success as Gabe spends that message that you can do anything that you put your mind to. Lisa, thank you very much. Gabe, thank you very much. We will look forward to staying in touch with you guys over this trip. 
Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Dave. You're, You're welcome. Bye, guys. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. You are tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show. So much more to come. I'm David Essel, talkdavid.com. Stay there.